It's time for the podcast with two guys whose BMI is higher than their IQ. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Smith's Floor Coverings. This is a double cheek push here. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Our pet's heads are falling off! Guess what today is? I like turtles. Hump day! Hump day! You're my boy, Blue! Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! I don't know how long this is going to last. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. December December 20th, 2023, and we are five days five from Christmas. Only need one hand to count how many days it is until Christmas now. This is right up your alley, considering, you know, how you like to do math. Yeah, you get to ramp it up. (laughs) <laughs> I only need one hand to count how many days it is until Christmas. That's perfect for me. It's National Sangria Day, Bryce. Are you a big sangria person? No, not really. Emily is. Emily likes a nice sangria. That's what she usually gets when we go to a Mexican restaurant. I'm more of a margarita guy when we go there. Not a huge sangria fan. A little too fruity for me. A little too sweet. Uh, I know sangria is a very popular drink at, uh, at Mexican restaurants. Um most Cowboys in downtown Villarica has a, a good sangria. But no, I'm, I'm not a big fan of sangria. That's not my drink of choice when I go to a uh, Mexican restaurant. I feel you. Yeah. I, I understand that. It's just, man, it's it's one of those, I'm not a big sangria person either. Um, but you know how I am, so. Yeah. I'm, um, more of a, I'm more of a Texas margarita guy. I gotcha. Well, let's get into it because we've got quite a bit of topics to to talk about and uh you know today may be just one of those um i wouldn't say non-sports days but it's gonna be close (laughs) so with five days away from christmas uh bryce and i decided that we were gonna have a little bit of fun and today we were gonna go what head coach in our area basically has um like what he reminds what Christmas character he reminds us of. I like it. I like the topic. Bryce, uh, you want to go first with your first one, and then uh, I'll, I'll follow up. Yeah. So yeah. So we took this topic, and we're pretty much going to compare the eight head coaches in our area right now to what we expect them to be, or what we think they would be if they played in a movie. Uh, so the first one I have was from a movie that I actually had in my top five of best Christmas movies. Um, it's from Klaus, and it, it's Shane Lassiter. Shane Lassiter fits the perfect mold for being Santa Claus in the movie Klaus. Uh, in the movie Klaus, the, uh, the the Santa is like a big burly dude that lives in the woods, and you know he crafts things made of wood. And as we know from Shane Lassiter, he is also a carpenter. Um, so I think I think Shane Lassiter and Santa Claus, from, specifically from the movie Klaus go hand in hand i can see those two being one and the same people so my first one is um you remember rudolph the uh the claymation right for sure i love that movie we watch that movie every year yeah so the snowman who for lives who does the uh the right. narrates narrates it yep when I think of that, I think of Brad Gordon. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty. He he, he remind is it 
I feel right. I feel like the 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 root the the Santa Claus or excuse me the snowman from Rudolph is the same snowman from Elf. Like I, that's what I like to believe. Like they are the one and the same, and they're in two super iconic movies. And yeah, Brad Gordon, I could see playing the snowman from both of those for sure. Yeah, obviously, you know, Bird Eyes or Burl Eyes is is not as very country as as Brad may be, but. Yeah, I could see. I could see that. Yeah, it's. It, I see Brad Gordon when I see the the uh, snowman. So, next. Uh, my next one is Austin Baron, and I had I had to think about this one pretty hard. And from what I see of Austin on on Facebook, from what his mama posts all the time, Austin Baron reminds me of someone who would be a closet Clark W. Griswold, and. Oh, oh. Especially now that he's got a little baby and and like it's a daughter, so it's even more special. I could see I could see Austin getting into the Christmas spirit even more and turning into a Clark W. Griswold. I I would just think Austin would be the one in the relationship there uh, between him and Callie. That would just he would just go all out for Christmas. I mean, just decorations and presents and make make the holiday as big as it possibly can that that's what austin baron strikes me as as a as a closet clark w griswold that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> uh my next one is joey king okay and i had a hard time thinking about joey king i don't know why but i did okay but the first thing that popped into my mind when i thought of joey king i'm like what am i gonna and then this hit me and it was <laughs> it was jack skellington that's not bad. I like that. I, I would I would argue that I don't know if that is a Christmas movie. I know a lot of people consider it a Christmas movie. Um, the only thing I could come up with with Joey when I was thinking about it, I love Jack Skeleton. Do you remember um, Winter Miser from... Uh, yes. What movie? That was from uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yes. That's... That's the only thing I could come up with, Joey. Um, but yeah, Jack Skellington for Joey King. I like that. I like that. He's stri- he's got the right body type. He's sort of long and linky, and yeah, 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 yeah. I like that for Jack Skellington. Uh, I got Coach Corey Nix. He's my third one, and this was this was honestly the first one I wrote down because I've been giving him a hard time about this for over a year. Um, yeah, this, this was the very first one I wrote down. Uh, on all four of mine. Corey Nix would be the Yeti from the Rudolph movie, the old Rudolph movie that your snowman is in. So in our world, Coach, Coach Corey Nix and Coach Brad Gordon would be in the same movie. He Co- Co- Corey's the Yeti. Corey is the Yeti from the Rudolph movie back in the, what, 50s, 40s, whatever it was. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good one. Wow. <laughs> And it fits. It fits him so well. Yeah, it does. You know, turn. Yeah, that's it. That's him. That's that's Corey Nix, the Yeti. All right. Uh, my next one is Umbre. And, and Umbre, I had to think long and hard about. Um, and <laughs> the one character that I thought of about him um, was Myron Larrabee. Okay. <laughs> People may not know who Myron Larrabee is. We just watched that last night, dude. Myron Larrabee <laughs> is he is the Simbad's character from Jingle All the Way. Oh, what a movie! Can you that imagine? Is. Can you imagine Umbre 
running around <laughs> with the USPS <laughs> outfit. <laughs> it fit. What a what a criminally underrated movie as well for a holiday movie. Jingle All the yeah. Way is absolutely fantastic. I love that movie. It is hilarious. <laughs> I don't want Booster. Booster sucks. Um, my, my last one, Rich Finley. Rich Finley's character actually doesn't have a name. His name is never mentioned in the movie, but I can see Rich. But this is Rich in like 15, 20 years from now. Rich Finley is old man Parker from A Christmas Story. The dad, the father, the one that, that worked in profanity like an artist works in fine oils. I can see that being Rich Finley when he gets probably, I don't know, probably 20, 30 years from now. Uh, that'll be Rich Finley. That's what I see him as. See, JB ruined me. Because the first thing I think of when I think of JB, or when I think of Rich, is trying to put him into a pink bunny outfit. <laughs> how, how funny would that be? It'd be funny. Um, I can't see him being a Ralphie, though, from, uh, from A Christmas Story. I think that's a bit of a stretch. All right, my final one is Rooster Russell. And... You know what? I had to think very, very hard about this one, but once I figured out who he was, I think this one may be the best one out of all of them. I think it fits. It's Yukon Cornelius and from Rudolph. And I don't think that's I don't think that's much of a stretch of who Rooster Russell is just in an every normal everyday life. Like, you know, I think I think Rooster I think Rooster and Corey's two characters are probably the closest to the actual person who they are in day-to-day life. Yeah, I can, I can see Rooster Russell with a pickaxe just going up to Dahlonega and saying words that Yukon Cornelius says in the movie, and just that's that's who Rooster is. I, I could I could see that he's comparison just, uh, a million percent. He's just got to dye his, his beard red, yeah. you know, and then it'd be fine. Yeah, and get the red hair. You think he can grow out that red hair? I would think so. Either that or get away. Get but I, I bet you if you dressed him up, he'd be he'd be fine. <laughs> I love those, man. I love those. All right, let's get to some sports. Uh, NFL power rankings. Um, you and I were discussing this on Monday, just how different they may be come come today, or well, supposed to be yesterday, but you know it is sort of this. Um. Emily had a wonderful birthday, and I forgot to wish her a happy birthday on Monday, and so that's on me. She doesn't um, listen to this podcast anyways. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she was offended. You, you did a good job, took her out, and uh, somehow forgot your, your phone in the car and woke up with your boots on. Yeah, we so had a good time. It was a good night for you. Yeah, we had a good time. Woke up with, with my boots on and my jeans on. Apparently, I went to sleep with all my clothes on. Left my phone in the car. We had a good time. Went down to a place in um, uh, Noonan called AJ's or Jackson Jill's or something like that. It was cool. It was a little sports bar, like um, sort of like a, a better version of Taco Mac. Nice. Yep. All right. Uh, our rankings. Uh, let me give my number five. My number five are your Dallas Cowboys. Um, I know you are very skeptical. Um, and look, they got beat by a really like a pretty good Bills team right now. Um, this past week, but I still think the Dallas Cowboys are one of the top five teams in the NFL. Um, their offense did not look great at all this week, but I still think it, it's humming. Their defense did not look great at all. 
but it's it's just one of those games where you have to throw that one out and, and look ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm out on the Cowboys, um, uh, especially when they're on the road. Uh, my number five, and I reluctantly put this five in there. This could have been a multitude of teams. I don't think there's five good teams in the NFL right now. I think there's four. Uh, so this fifth team is the Dolphins. I'm not sold on the Dolphins offense being able to operate against an elite defense. And I'm certainly not sold on the Dolphins defense being able to operate against an elite um, an, an elite offense. We're going to find out, though, what the Dolphins are this week. Uh, Dolphins play a, a back-to-back-to-back very good teams. Honestly, if you take my power rankings and your power rankings, Billy, that's the Dolphins record. Or that's the Dolphins schedule for the next three weeks. They play the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Like We're going to find out what the Dolphins are pretty quickly. Um, and, and Dolphins and Cowboys, probably a battle for that fifth spot in the NFL power rankings. Did you happen to see the clip that they put out last night on uh, Hard Knocks? No, I haven't watched last night's Hard Knocks yet. Dude, the clip that they posted on Hard Knocks last night was priceless. Priceless. It's Mike McDaniel going, yeah, I, I can't help but just think that this is going to be a one-play drive. It's going to be a one-play drive. That's all I, I'm, I'm visualizing, a one-play drive. And sure enough, like, calls a calls a play, and it's a one-play drive. And it's just, he's sitting there giggling on the sideline. I mean, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike McDaniel. And the bad thing is, he was available when we hired Arthur Smith. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the losses that the Dolphins have, I mean, it's to the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the only really glaring one is the Titans. But I, I just don't know, man. I just don't have a good feeling about Miami. My number four is the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Um, give me the Bills. They Two weeks ago, that they made it into my top five, and then they destroyed your Cowboys. Um, and James Cook had a week, thankfully, for my fantasy league. Um, how's, how'd your fantasy end up? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, oh, I lost. Boom. Yeah, you did. Oh. You know who else lost? Uh-uh, who? Team football. Oh, wow. Oh. We're so close. <laughs> We're so close to being able to name who team football is. That's funny. So close. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even. I tuned out after I got knocked out in my uh, money league by .04 points. Um, oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bills, Bills number four. Um, Bryce did mention it, though. They're much better on, at home than they are on the road. Dog um, crap on the road. I mean, absolute dog crap. We've got three more games left, left the season. Let's see what they can do. Um, see if they can fight their way back into the AFC um, playoff picture. And the tough thing for them out of those three, two of them are on the road. Uh, they're at the Chargers and at the Dolphins. The only home one they have would be a home. It wouldn't matter if it's a home or away uh, versus the Patriots. Um, well, the Chargers are going to be. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to go on the road, I mean. You're going to warm weather cities there. That's Los true. Angeles and Miami. That's true. And Chargers have not been great this year. Uh, they're they're only two and five at home. So fired their coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They general manager. They fired their coach after uh, the Chargers allowed what like sixty two against the Raiders last week. The sixty three. Um, at number four, I have the Browns. Man, 
I think the Browns are one of the top five best teams in the NFL right now. I know they have they have a 95-year-old quarterback in Joe Flacco playing for them, uh, but offensively and defensively, this team is starting to click. I really like what the offense is behind Joe Flacco. Nine and five, they're not going to catch the Ravens to win that division. Um, but, I mean, th- they should win out. They, they should end this season at 12 and 5. I mean, they're at the Texans who are going to be without their quarterback this weekend. Then they're home versus the Jets. Yeah, so they're at, they're home versus the Jets and then they're at the Bengals. Those are three teams in a row that are starting a backup quarterback or a crappy quarterback. Um so I got the Browns at 4, man. I think they're I think they're really good. I think they're one of the most underrated teams in the NFL. I'd be interested about that Bengals game. Um Browning has been very very good lately. Um just just my thoughts yeah all right he's been he's been fine but i mean i don't he hasn't played a defense that the like the browns have i mean he's played against the colts and the vikings those aren't you know monsters my number three is the dolphins i like them i do man and it's there's nothing else i could say about it uh who is continues to play pretty good football um the defense has been okay it's not been great it's not been championship football but it's been okay so give me give me a dolphin to three. Yeah, I just I don't know. The, your three and my three are two teams that I just I want to trust and I want to believe in and I want to root for them, but I just can't fully buy in. Um, sure. and, and at number three, I have the Lions. I love the Lions. I love MCDC. I love everything they're doing up there. They're gonna win the NFC North. Um, they play the Vikings two more times. I would say they're probably gonna finish the season at twelve and five somewhere around there. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of MCDC. I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. The loss against the Bears a couple weeks ago and the loss against the Packers like a month ago it just kind of scares me. Um, they, they've lost to teams that they probably shouldn't lose to. So I, I, I have the Lions at three, but right now, outside of the top two, I don't think it really matters in the NFL. That's fair. Uh, and our, num- our number one and number two are the same. Uh, Ravens at two and 49ers at one i mean there's no other way to there's no other way to play. No. no there's not uh ravens are dominating right now uh 49ers looked just nasty um yeah that's that's where it is so that's that's our nfl power rankings i mean there's no so my, yeah, there's there's no other way to, to put them i mean honestly the the, the top two that is Minor Niners, Ravens, Dolphins, Bales, and Cowboys. Bales. Billy, what's your favorite Christmas present? Before we get to the next um, next topic, what's your favorite Christmas present that you're going to get on Christmas Day? Uh, seeing my kid. Uh, I know that's, that yeah. sounds terrible. Terrible, terrible, true. terrible, terrible present. Uh, it's not that. I'll tell you what your best Christmas present that you're going to get on Christmas Day. Yeah. That'll be an 815 football game on ABC. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you know who plays? No. 49ers and Ravens. Oh. 8-15 Christmas evening. Yes, please. <laughs> what a game, dude. What a game that's going to be. You get you get that, and on Christmas Eve, you get Dolphins-Cowboys. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the NFL slate this weekend is fantastic. All right. Let's get to our Pop Culture Wednesday. Let's and do we it. are doing our top five Christmas traditions. Sweet. 
You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Hit me up. Number, number five. Uh, number five. My first one is Christmas Eve service, man. We always do this. The entire family gets together. There's like 30 of us, and we all go to the Christmas Eve service um, at, uh, at, Emily's, at Emily's church and sit there. And at the end, they turn off all the lights and they light the candles and they pass it around and all that. It, it, and we sing Silent Night. I don't know. It's just really, it's really pretty, man. Um, it kind of, uh, it kind of signals the end of the stress and the craziness of, uh, of Christmas season and us beginning to remember what Christmas is all about and, and why it started and everything. I love the Christmas Eve service at, uh, at their, at the church. So my number five is a little bit, uh, and this is completely off the beaten path from, from your number five. <laughs> But my number five is kind of an inside joke between uh, a few of us. But uh, putting up Matthew's blue ball. And Excuse me? So, yeah. We had, uh, at our house, we had blue ornaments. And they were blue, you know. And back in the day, this is a long time ago. Long time ago. Rice, Matt Ridgway and I, we would, we would host a NFL show on youtube called sports club and i don't even know how this got started but we pulled out some airsoft guns and matt ridgeway shot a hole through an air or through one of my ornaments <laughs> so that's like one of the first things that i do when when we're decorating the tree is when when i find that ornament i'm putting it up and i send a picture to to matt and you and be like well matt's ornament's up I still so, can't believe he yeah. hit that thing. He wasn't close. It wasn't like he was right next to the ornament. Like he was a good, probably 15, 20 feet away. Yeah, and bullseyed it. That was a uh, that was that was pretty crazy. Uh, at number four, I have watching Christmas Story on Christmas Eve. One of the other things that we used to have when um, uh, when my grandparents were alive and everything, and that was much much younger, uh, was we would sit down after Christmas Eve ser- service. And we would watch a Christmas story, one of my grandfather's favorite movies of all time. We'd sit down and uh, eat a big bowl of what my mom calls chili. Uh, and it was, just, it was just a fun time just sitting around, being an entire family. Uh, Christmas lights were on. It was usually cold outside and watching Christmas story with the entire family. It was a, uh, it was a, fun, it was a fun Christmas tradition that we had as a little kid. Good one. Yeah. Uh, my- my number four is kind of a newer tradition that I've been doing with Gavin is taking him down to uh, Callaway Benetton Lights. Oh yeah, it's just something that he, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, those, I'll, I love those, man. Yeah, it's um, it's something that he and I have done for a little, you know, at least a few years now, and um, it's it's become a little bit of a tradition. That's fun. That's cool. I, I like the uh, the lights down there. They have some pretty lights. Sorry, I was reading Give me number three. Uh, I was I was reading those rumors about um, about old chuckle nuts up in Athens coming to the Falcons, uh, which is, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. happen. It's, it's somebody it's somebody trying to get clickbait stuff. Uh, at number three, I have going and looking at Christmas lights. I don't really have a specific place to that I like to do it. We always do lights of life, um, which is fun. But I, I like driving through people's neighborhoods and just seeing personal setups. Uh, there is a big list that comes out on Facebook every single year of all the lights that are in Georgia that you can go and watch and everything, and they have the pricing. They have a bunch of free things on there as well. Um, that's that's one of my favorite things to do is is go and look at Christmas lights, and I, I like the I like the ones put up by people, you know, just in their yard, just in people's 
front yard on their house and everything and just see the majesty of the uh, Christmas season. Are there Christmas lights not put up by people? No, I'm talking about like I'm talking about like like um, not private companies, like not businesses and stuff, like people that put them up in their in their yards yeah. and on their house and stuff. My number three uh, comes with a quote, and he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beef, and that leads me to my father. My father, every year for Christmas, decides to get this giant, like eight pound prime rib. And cooks it for Christmas dinner every okay. year, <laughs> and that is uh, that's my that's my Christmas tradition. My my dad's uh, my dad's Christmas prime rib, and it is so damn good. I love so prime rib. Do you get prime rib for Christmas after after having all the Christmas festivities earlier in the day? Oh, put you. So to, I'm getting prime. Put you to sleep. Doesn't I'm getting it? Prime in 49ers and Ravens. There you go. Okay. Look at that. Sit down, enjoy some prime rib, enjoy some 49ers and Ravens. Yeah. What a uh, what a night that's going to be. Um yeah. at, at number 2, I have finger foods and decorating the tree. Once again, one of the th- one of the uh, things that we had when we were little kids um, was when we the night we decorated the tree, so we got the tree and everything and we'd have a big thing on the night we decorated the tree. Uh, and mom would always cook finger foods, which she was oddly good at doing that. Um, but we'd have like pigs in the blanket, cookies, we'd have like chips and dip and just all these little finger food things and everything while we were decorating the tree. We'd go in there and pop a pop a mouthful of food, pop over and do the rest of the tree and everything. That was always a fun tradition we did growing up. Becky Sparling, we love you. I hope you know that. <laughs> as much as Bryce just puts you down about your food. Uh, we love you. Listen, but... mom mom could not k- cook at all. Like did that that's she was <laughs> Not a masterful cook. She made biscuits one time that turned into paperweights. Uh, so growing up, I, I was in a you know divorced family. So um, you know when I was over at my dad's house, it was our Christmas Eve tradition was we would get our dinner would be um, grilled cheese and soup. Um, he would get tomato soup. I'm not a tomato soup person, so I would dip it into um, chicken noodle, and then we would sit down and we would watch the. Um, 1940s um, original Grinch cartoon and then then we after dinner we would get dressed and we would get ready and and we had midnight mass at church and um, had to get there at like 10 o'clock at night it would kind of start a little bit right at 11 and then uh, get out right at midnight it was uh, it was always very very cool to and then you know on the drive home oh look look up in the sky is, is santa up there you know <laughs> it, it was just one of those things that we had for a tradition growing up it was it was fun i don't i don't mind tomato soup but i have i have to have the grilled cheese on the side i can't just eat tomato soup you know what i mean like it yeah. it has to it has to have the grilled cheese i'm not a big soup guy but if we're gonna do if we're gonna do soup yeah it has to have the grilled cheese um and my number one my number one best christmas christmas tradition um, this has also shifted over the years. It's Christmas morning breakfast. After when I was little, after we were done opening presents and everything, mom would make um, like a breakfast casserole thing, uh, and that was fantastic because I love eggs. It had eggs, it had bacon, sausage. You get mom would always cook biscuits with it and stuff like that. That was really good. And now that we've gotten older, it had a family and everything. We go over to Emily's um, aunt's house to do Christmas morning breakfast, and she makes 
some of the best grits I've ever had in my life. She does grits, she does eggs, biscuits, bacon. She has a nice spread of fresh vegetables out as well. Um, so Christmas morning breakfast is one of my favorite things uh, to do, my favorite thing to do on the Christmas season. After everybody's opened their presents, seen all their new uh, digs and everything, we mosey on over there and uh, eat some delicious grits. We honestly start thinking about it about the end of September. My tradition goes back a long... My number one tradition goes back a long time. You've known me for going on 15 years. Yeah. If, as long as you've known me, you've you've seen me do this. Um, I wear... Actually, going back to, I think, my senior year of high school, I've done this. I wear a Santa hat every day from Thanksgiving till Christmas. And that's my number one tradition. It's just a tradition I've done every every single year. And the funny thing is, and, and this is this is the God's honest truth. Now, it, now that I've gotten fatter uh, and I have and I've got a beard, um, the amount of kids that look up at me when I'm walking, you know, past them at Walmart or whatever, just is it is that is that him? Is that him hiding? You know. <laughs> um, so it's um, it's it's just seeing the joy in, in people's. You know, when I walk past, you know, people still smile about it. They're even though they know it's goofy or whatever, but it just makes people smile, which is all I want. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've I've known you for uh, forever, and yeah, you've you've done that on Christmas. What does it start? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving weeks when you pop it on? I throw it on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving and then, Day. Uh, every day after that, I'm wearing it. Now, do you shower with it on, or what's the? How do you how do you do that? What's the process there? No, it's not a twenty four hour thing. Okay, um, so it's not like Burt Reynolds and smoking the bandit. No, oh. it's it's one of those things that when you get out of the house, you're well, depends. Like if if we're in the house and we're decorating, you know, I'll pop it on. But if you know, we're as long as we're leaving, I'm putting it on. Okay, all right, I like it. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in girls basketball. Central beats Villarica 45-32 in a game that you and I called. Uh, good back and forth game, man. Nice uh, nice game from Central. And one of the funny things is we turn around and about a week and a half from now, we get to see these two teams play each other again. Yeah, I'm excited about that because there's – and these two teams are kind of evenly matched. Pretty I mean, close, no, honestly. Yeah. yeah, pretty close. Um, and I, I think my player of the game was Chancey Powers, who yep. basically shut down Gracie Byford last night in the second half. Gracie had, what, 14 in the first half and ended up with 16? I think so. Um, Gracie, <laughs> when Gracie shut down in the second half to only two, that's uh, that's pretty good defense there by yeah. Chancey Powers. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that was my, my player of the game was Molly Young. I think she only ended up like two or four points, but the way she affected the offense and defensive side of the ball last night for Central, like, like we talked about it. I don't know if she ever sat down. I'm pretty sure she played the entire game. She was just a monster wherever she popped up on the court. I think it she was, did, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, over on the boys' side, Bowden falls to Hurd County. Do you remember that final? That's not on uh, Max Preps. I know, I know Hurd County beat Bowden, but I don't remember what that final was. Uh, give me two seconds. Uh, 61-47. 61-47, Heard County beats Bowden down in Heard County. Taylor called that one. Um, and the girls the girls' final was 52-36. What? Uh, was that Taylor's first uh, first Heard County basketball game for Hometown Sports Media? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 
in the uh, Carrollton beat Shiloh 79 to 66 in the conclusion of their Christmas Classic tournament. Doodly Dad uh, and Central beats Villarica 63 to 55 last night. Yeah, that was what a game that one was. It VR certainly was 12. something. VR was up by 12, I think, at one point. Yep. Right. Went into the fourth quarter up by 10. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Central came storming back. And a lot of it and uh, had to do with my player of the game, which it wasn't the entire game, but it was just about for about a period of, what, three minutes straight. Um, you couldn't stop Kevin Cochran. No. And no, he, had, he, he had nine points, I think. Um, and he was unstoppable. So yeah, but yeah. Villa VR got outscored in the fourth quarter, twenty-one to three. Uh, you're not going to win basketball games like that. Like that's not yeah. a recipe for success. A um, little, little frustrating for for Villarica fans. Um, on the Smiths floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight in the association, the Hawks are at the Rockets. Hawks trying to win two in a row tonight. What? Yeah, beat the Pistons the other night, mainly because the Pistons might be the worst team in NBA history. Um, we did allow 128 points to them or something like that, so looking to looking to string two in a row together tonight. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I don't have any faith that we are going to string two in a row tonight, but we are. there's a chance. There's a possibility. There's a, there's a shot. Yeah. Hey, there's a shot. Everybody gets one. <laughs> what is it? Spider-Man. That's what Spider-Man told Spider-Man. me. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? I need a cup of coffee. I forgot to, re- I forgot to pre-make mine last night. No. All right. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strom with Century 21 Novus. Ja Morant returns from his suspension and promptly hits a game-winning shot to beat the uh, Pelicans. Yeah. No surprise there. Um... Uh, you know, Josh said, "Give me a shot, the last uh, last shot," and uh, he banged it home. So, yeah, he's a good. He's a good. Nobody nobody doubts that he's not a phenomenal basketball player. He just he just makes dumb decisions sometimes. Florida State is discussing leaving the ACC after their snub from the CFP. Yeah, uh, from what I have heard, the only conference that they're considering joining is the Big Ten, um, which that would, I mean, if the Big Ten would pull in the ACC, I mean, uh, Florida State, they'd need to pull in, I would think, a couple more, either Florida or Southern teams. Um, but but yeah, the, the Florida State is considering the Big Ten, but as of right now, from what I have heard, the Big Ten is not considering uh, opening up any more slots for teams to join. So we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, that one's going to be a little bit interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I would not think the F- I would not think FSU would consider joining the SEC. Um, could be wrong, but uh, but we'll see. All right, uh, Aaron Rodgers indicates he will not play the, for the Jets this season. Yeah, I think it was kind of dependent on if the Jets got eliminated from the playoffs before he was healthy and ready to come back. The Jets have been eliminated from the playoffs. Um, so that that kind of ended his chance of, of coming back this year. He'll he'll rest up and try to get ready next year. But the fact that he was almost ready to go before the end of the season after tearing his Achilles at 106 years old is pretty impressive. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Arthur Blank on Arthur Smith's future, quote, 
We'll let season play out. Yeah, and I think that's a candid way of saying he's going to be the coach for the rest of the season, and then we're kicking his butt to the curb. Um, I just, I really don't have any faith uh, in the Falcons anymore that they can win any of the remaining games on their schedule. Uh, they're switching over to Taylor Heineke for Desmond Ritter, but I, I just don't, it's, it's not going to make the team any better. Like, Taylor Heineke is just as bad as Ritter, and when you have Arthur Smith uh, as the coach calling the plays, it's, it's not, it, this team is not going to get better over the season. Um, Here's so. a new fact: They're both backups. Yes, yes, They're both backups. Yeah, yeah. If if at any, you know, that's it. And and I don't I don't even know if Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter is a backup in the NFL. That's, that's what I'm saying if that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. might he might be a third string practice squad type guy. You know, if he is, hey, more power to him. That's fine, dude. It's you know how how many how many people can say that they were on a practice squad in the NFL? Not many. Um, but true yeah, yeah. Not, neither one are starters Texans cj stride stride likely out sunday versus the browns oh Sorry. man yeah i hate to i hate to hear this man he's been battling that concussion he was out last week uh looks like he's gonna be out this week versus the Browns. um kind of makes me curious to see if that has affected his rookie of the year odds um and it is it, they've came down a little bit. I think he was a minus eight thousand at one point. He's now minus six thousand. Um, so he's still pretty much secured in that rookie of the offensive rookie of the year spot. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that sucks hey, that for was, CJ. That, that he's had has secured him that rookie of the year spot for me in my in my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it looks like Jalen Carter is going to win defensive rookie of the year for the Eagles. Imagine that. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, CJ Natowski has signed on to be the analyst for Bally Sports for the Braves telecast. No Jeff clue. Frank Corr will step back and spend more time with his family. No clue who that is. Natowski is a former pitcher. Um, actually gave up Chipper Jones's, I think, 10th home run. Um, <laughs> long time. Uh, he's been working with the uh, Texas Rangers broadcast. So... Um, I'm sure, you know, he, he loves getting a ring and then turning around and leaving. So, but good for them. Yippee. I guess. I don't. Uh, phenomenal. Yay. Uh, as, as for, awesome. As for uh, today in history, there really weren't that many. Oh, yeah, like I, forgot, was... I forgot to put one down. Uh, today in 1985, sportscaster Howard Cosell retires from television sports after 20 years with ABC. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, CJ uh, Nuke Bomb also retires. Um, I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him, but he can't be better than Frenchie. I hated to see this, man. I'm glad for Frenchie. I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he's stepping away to be with his family more. Um, but I, I hated to see him leave because he was a bright spot on the television uh, screen. Yeah, well, it is sort of this. You got anything else? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a hump day. Hump day. We are five days away from Christmas. For Bryce Sparling, I'm Billy Lindahl. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!